Thanks for tuning in today. You're listening to the official podcast of First Alliance Church in Great Falls, Montana, creating passionate followers of Christ. Well, good day, everyone. I hope this uh, day finds you uh, well and worshiping the Lord and uh, praying for our country. Uh, we're going to look at uh, a favorite passage of mine this morning. It's uh, from uh, uh, Romans 8.28, and we'll be reading that in a minute. But I have to start uh, this message with a confession. Uh, Pastor John asked me to speak today, and he asked me to speak on Luke chapter 8, the parable of the sower, but... Um, being the gracious person he is, he gave me permission to go in other directions as well. And so I was working on a message uh, from Luke 8, but God woke me up early one morning. He has a sense of humor as I am not a morning person. But my eyes popped wide open and uh, my mind was on a favorite passage of Scripture. A passage that uh, has repeatedly come back to me at various times in my life, often difficult times. And that passage is Romans 8.28. And I'm reading it from the New International Version. And it simply says, And we know, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Let me read it once more. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who, who have been called according to his purpose. I call this um, God's zipper clause. Uh, because it says, in all things. And uh, that's very comforting to me. Uh, and it, tr it truly is a remarkable statement. When you think about it, only God could make that statement. If I made it, it would be a laughable lie. I'm quite thankful just to put my feet on the floor in the morning and I'm fortunate um, to accomplish a few things on a long list of things I should be doing. I certainly can't deal with all things. But I have faith that in all things, the Lord is working for the good of those who love him. And that's why this passage is such a favorite of mine, and hopefully it will be for you as well. Knowing that our Lord Jesus, who gave himself for our salvation and our well-being, is working this very day, this very day, even as you hear my voice, this very instant, he is working for the good of those who love him. And that's a very comforting and humble thing. I know that each of us 
And those in our circle of family and friends have at times faced discouraging times, uh, sometimes disastrous situations, frustrating problems, grievous losses. But as Christians, we don't do so without hope. As believers trusting in Christ, we know that we are never alone, nor are we without the Lord's comfort and concern. And I'm fortunate to be able to deal with a few frustrating things day by day, but our gracious Heavenly Father sent His Son Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who can deal with all things. In response, all I can say is praise the Lord. Praise the Lord that in my helplessness, there's hope. And that we have a, a loving and a gracious and an all-powerful God who can work for good in all things. Our most gracious Father has given us his son Jesus to save you and me and all those who would place their faith in Jesus. God comes to us as the Holy Spirit, comforting us, giving us hope for tomorrow, especially as the world deals with this threat of a deadly virus, which is stalking our world. We can hope. We have hope in the fact that God is still in control. Even as the world seems to be spinning out of control, God is still in control and that his plans and his purposes cannot be thwarted. They cannot be thwarted. Even in the midst of this grievous concern that we're going through, I'm so very grateful we have an awesome God who has demonstrated his love for us through his Son, Jesus Christ. So we do not worship today as people without hope, people without faith, or people without comfort. In our hearts, in our hearts we are united in the knowledge of God and his salvation. We know, we know who we have believed in. We know him. We know who we have placed our faith in. We know that he is faithful and has proved his love for us in unfailing devotion, even on to an unjust death on the cross. Because of the love of Jesus, that proven love of Jesus, we have hope in the face of death. In national and worldwide crisis. In Christ, we are never outside of God's thoughts and concerns. We know that in Christ, even if the world itself were to fall out from under our feet, we would not be alone. 
we would not be without rescue, nor would we be without our eternal home. It's the gravest thing to feel threatened by an unseen and unseeable enemy. But even in the face of a threat, trusting in Christ, we are comforted. We are comforted knowing that we belong to a Savior who is not, let me repeat that, who is not limited by the limitations of this world, nor is he fearful of its, of its, of its threats. In Jesus Christ, in Jesus Christ, we can and will transcend death. Psalm 23, verses 4 through 6 says, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Praise be to God in Jesus Christ. So may I say, may the love of Jesus and the hope of the Father's promises in Christ give you comfort today. Especially in this situation and indeed in every situation of every day yet to come. God bless you. God bless you with every good thing. And hopefully we will all soon see one another in church together. God bless you and have a great day. We hope you are blessed by the message today. Follow us on social media to keep up to date with church news and events.